What's up, everybody? You're listening to the one and only T-Mac-inspired podcast. Listen as she sits down with regular people to discuss the ideas, the ideas, the opportunities, the opportunities, and the wealth-building strategies that they're taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. Hey, it's your girl T-Mac here. Before we jump into this episode, listen, I'm calling all nurses, all healthcare professionals, who are looking to get into real estate to meet me and my friends of the Nurse REI Club in Sacramento, California on May the 20th through the 22nd for our second annual Nurse REI Club retreat, okay? There's going to be a phenomenal lineup of speakers. You do not wanna miss it. Go ahead, click the link below. It is the Nurse REI Club second annual retreat. See ya. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. It's Brandy, y'all. I got Brandy on my podcast. How you doing, girl? I'm doing good. I'm I'm loving. I'm loving. Look, 2022 has been an amazing year. I'm doing well. No complaints. I'm blessed. So excited to be here. Yes. So let 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 the people know who don't know who Brandy is. Like, why is T Max so excited to have Brandy on our podcast? So for those who don't know, uh, Dr. Brandy, you know, um, you know, I am a serial entrepreneur, a social entrepreneur um, of over 10 years. But at the end of the day, you know, I would say I'm someone who was able to, you know, go through the programming of K through 12 education, overachiever, you know, graduated top 1% of my high school and got a PhD before the age of 30 and all of these things. But I did all of those things because the world thought that those are the things that make you successful. The world said that those were the things that I needed to do. Many people know in the millennial generation, boy, they told, they told us, you know, just go to school, get good grade, you know. But what I realized in doing all of that and becoming an overachiever was I graduated with a PhD before the age of 30 with all of these accolades and things like that, but I still felt empty. I still felt like I wasn't good enough. I still felt like I was outside of my purpose. And so I was able to go back and realize that it wasn't education that's a great equalizer, it's leadership. It's how we show up as leaders of our lives, of our family, of our destiny that really sets things on a whole new track. So for people that really want to know really who am I, I'm someone who was able to find a new level of freedom in life through owning um, and taking the lead on on my life. So I Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Whoa, that was that was a, a lot. Like, hold on, that, I asked one question, she gave four different responses, okay? No, listen, let's unpack it, let's unpack it, let's unpack it, because we all were taught, and I'm going to say all, I'm going to use the word all, you know, that you need to go to school, you need to make good grades, you need to go to college, and then you need to get a good job, but then what? Nobody said anything about happiness, nobody's that were, I mean, that was God, like, nobody said, find, find that thing that God put you on this earth to do. That's right. And figure out how to make money doing it. Nobody told us that. Like you just said it K through 12. After that college. Yep. 
then get your 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 uh post degree just keep and learning they, look look just keep what, what they told us was you're still stupid you still don't know just keep going get the post 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 well, how many years how much learning do i need to do and when am i gonna be happy i ain't i ain't nobody gave me the recipe for happiness and freedom where's the freedom oh you're gonna get freedom when you turn 72 and retire that's where the freedom gonna come in well right. wait a minute am i even gonna make it that long what about what about the what about the dash in between what, what we doing so you so found true. that you found that so you yes. you you riding on that dash girl riding on the dash here's the thing you know i grew up to you know humble beginnings right which is like the politically correct way to say broke you know what i'm saying we was broke for a good couple years a couple of rough years in there okay we were scratching and surviving good times okay in my household and it's one of those things where you know you you don't know what you don't know and mm -hmm. so what i realized is you know the irony is you know, the, the, the students that already weren't good in, in, in class and school and the students that maybe dropped out or they already started their own little side hustle. My homegirls that was doing hair in 10th, 11th grade and did it, you know, in a weird sort of way, you know, the more that you achieve, the more that you are, you know, you know, taught and I hate to say program, but that's really the honest word and authentic word by the educational system in America, really the stupider you are like you know what i'm saying it's like the more it, it's like i was extra extra stupid you know because i was a top one percent a you know unless you have you're doing a career in you know maybe stem or science or those students that are learning they're on that medical route or the, the, yeah. but for little old liberal arts me all of that achievement was really structure in this in this system that that did not help me when i branched out into entrepreneurship and so a lot of people don't know, um, I was working in my early 20s as a academic advisor at a college and university. Um, I was pregnant with my oldest now. She's a teenager and she was born with a cleft palate. They literally took her out. You know, the doctor usually says like, congratulations, it's a girl. And, and the doctor said, did you know she had a cleft palate? And I was like, what? Like, that was not what I was looking to hear. But mm -hmm. through that experience of some of that, I had to contact my employer and say, hey, it's me, Brandy, you know, here on maternity leave, you know, no daycare center would take my daughter because she needs special feeding. Um, mm -hmm. No, no caregiver. I couldn't find anything. You know what my, my employer said? They said, unfortunately, we can't do anything for you if you don't come back in your three months or whatever that time period was, six weeks, eight weeks, um, we, we, you're going to have to find another job. And I said, well, okay, me, me not getting it. I was like trying to negotiate. Can I just do, you know, maybe half a day, you know, can I do this? And the answer was like, no. Let, it, wait a minute, let me go feed my baby. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Is there a special, you know, we didn't have the special nursing room and all these accommodations. It just was like, no. And here's the thing. I was one of the top counselors and advisors there. I had students transferring from other counselors and stand a line out of my door. I had workshops where students would come standing room only just for, to be in one of my workshops. They, they knew that and the answer was no. And I was thrust into entrepreneurship, into business, Whoa. period. I had no, no other choice and nothing else to do. Um, yeah. 
So you mean to tell me, Miss One Percenter, Miss PhD, Miss All of This, you know, all these, you were trained to do what you were doing and then you could you weren't allowed to do it because you had a special needs child. So now it's all out the window. All out the window. And here's the thing, all that PhD and all of that stuff, I didn't even have my PhD at the time, but my master's program and all that at the time, I still, for the first two and a half years in business, didn't barely make a dollar because everything that I applied to being successful as a student, I tried to apply that to being successful as an entrepreneur and it didn't work. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, I was no. like, hold I'm going to need you to go over there somewhere, uh, Miss uh, Brandy, soon to be Dr. Brandy. I'm going to need you to go sit out somewhere because what you learn, what they teach us in school, and there's nothing wrong with school, there's nothing wrong with education, but nothing it wrong. does not equate to entrepreneurship. It doesn't. And wealth building, it doesn't, it doesn't apply to just wealth building principles at all. I was like, wait. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I did all of this. And then, you know, it, it was horrible. I, I had to learn the hard way and had to deprogram myself to even get some semblance of traction early on in business. So let me ask you this. Deprogramming yourself, what, what did that look like? Well, look, now here's the thing. You can either do it the easy way you could do, the, do it the hard way. So I started off the hard way, which was going and exhausting everything that I knew that had made me successful and applying it to business. I had to literally exhaust all of those skill sets first and realize something ain't adding up. Okay. So that, that was the first kind of aha, because here's the thing. We always are going to stay connected to what we know and what has worked for us. So you couldn't convince me, even if I had a business coach back then or someone to say, do this, do that, I probably still wouldn't even have listened because I have used these skills to survive and to thrive as a student, as a professional student, as an academic person, as a professional in the workplace. So, so that, that was the hard way. But, but mm. what I had to do when I hit rock bottom and I realized I'm on a hamster wheel I'm, I'm, you know, banging my head against the wall doing the same thing. Then I said, maybe I'm thinking about this in the different, a different way. Let me just beta test. Look, cause I was still being a student. Let me, let me pilot test. Let me do a, a, a low risk experiment to see if this will work. And what it mm -hmm. looks like is things like in school, you need, the paper needs to be perfect before you turn it in. There needs to be mm. no typos. There needs to be the paragraphs, the APA format and da, 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 da. in business. It actually can be imperfect. Let the market help you figure out what to fix. Ooh. So, so, right, right. So, okay, let me actually just throw this out there first before I take seven months perfecting it. Let me throw it out there and see what's, what sticks. And inevitably what happened? I dusted up some stuff, threw it out there. Boom, cha-ching, cha-ching. So, so I was like, what? My feelings was hurt. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm dumber than I think. This is ridiculous. <laughs> The other thing I'll say too, going back to my story of kind of growing up to humble beginnings, you know, in, in a, you know, lack, a household where lack was present mm -hmm. uh, physically, 
Um, and so we, 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 we operated and my mom trained me in a way to kind of understand, Hey, don't eat that cereal box. We're going to eat the cereal, you know, don't open. We, it's five cereal boxes up there because we, we buy a month of groceries at a time. Cause you never know when the next, you know, check is going to come. So we, we, we got it, but don't touch it until this and don't do that. You know, so I was trained for lack. So here's the other thing that was kind of happening at the same time. Wait a minute, don't, don't wait a minute. I gotta okay. stop you. Okay, okay, you, okay. Just, you you sped past that. Okay, now, you okay. Can't do that. You were trained for lack. Yep. Yep. Hyper aware of what we don't have to keep, you know, what we don't want to waste, what we we don't want to let the, you know, run the heat too long. We don't want to you know, the energy, you know, we don't want to everything, you know, we don't have this much, food, we only have this much left. So we need to ration this out. Everything was ration this, extend that. And the weird part about that is some of those things help you as survival strategies mm-hmm. in life. You know, the starving student, I was that starving student in college working at the bar, Puerto, I was working at a Puerto Rican bar, Friday night, Saturday night, hustling. I was at the Gap during the week. I was a call service. I was working 35 hours a week as an undergraduate, mm. uh, um, freshman, sophomore, until my junior year, I had an opportunity to become like a resident director and think, which, mm-hmm. which was only for graduate students. But because of my leadership, how I hustled, they recommended an undergrad and they got me approved to be a resident mm. director. But here's the thing, to bring a full circle to what you said, the things that help us to survive in one season will actually not help us thrive in another season. So being frugal, being aware of, being resourceful, right? Which is dressing it up. Oh, I know I'm just resourceful. No, no, no. You, you stingy. You, you just, you just, you know, you're lack-minded. That helped maybe in the early stages of my business, but at some point I needed to shift that. And so you take my student over-programming and overachieving in one sense, and then you take the lack and awareness of lack and my resourcefulness. I tried to dress it up, make it sound cute. I wasn't making money in, at all. I wasn't making progress. I wasn't learning at all. Entrepreneurship and wealth building principles were exactly opposite of everything that I had ever known. Like, it, it, and it's, it made it scary. It made it very scary. And I took my time to learn how to be successful instead of doing it quick, fast, and in a hurry, which is what I support other entrepreneurs in doing today. But it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a long journey. I do not wish it on anybody. And it has taken all of the 10 plus years for me to really have this full circle moment. Most um, more so, not because of a lack of strategy and tactics, but a mindset. You know, you and I are have an amazing mentor and he talks about becoming the person that can do the thing, not just doing the thing. And so the faster that people are able to transition their identity, shed those things that even their parents have said about them, that the community said about them, mistakes that they've made. I, I tell people I was suffering from perfection, pretending like things are perfect on the outside, but really I'm faking it. Women do this a lot. We, we look great on the outside, but our lives are in a sham and shambles. And I, I was a professional fake person. Uh, so uh, just, just as fake as all, all of my overachieving, you know? Mm. 
just, just, just achieve, just try, because really I wasn't really that smart, but, but I was motivated to overachieve because of my insecurities in other areas that, that were unaddressed. So, you know, for anyone that's listening, who's trying to be in business, like, man, I thought this was about to be like, oh, Dr. Brandy's on here, Millennial Ventures, Tasha Matt, I got, I got the whole thing. Well, well, yes, but we have had to go through our go through in our process. And at the end of the day, only until you step into your true identity, are you able to accelerate every single thing that you want to do. And that's really your purpose, you know, cause we, we half, half of how we got into our messes is cause of what we wanted to do, but it's really stepping into your purpose, which goes beyond you, you know? So I could talk about this all day, but that's, that. I, know. <laughs> I know, I know it's good. No, it's yeah. good. And people need to know that because again, we, we, we hide behind being an overachiever and hide behind the successes that, I mean, really, are they successes? You know, right. we, we, yeah, we hide behind those things. And what we really need to be telling people is our story. Correct. Right. Here's the thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go girl. Well, this is, I just want to give you one last example. Cause I feel like there's someone out here that, that is going to hear this and they're doing the same thing. It was to the point where I loved, I basked. Okay. In the fact that my friends would say, Oh, they would introduce me as, Oh, here's my friend, Brandy. She's getting her PhD. I didn't even want to graduate from my PhD program. Cause I got a high off of just you getting to pee. I got so much accolades off the process. After my PhD was over, did nobody really care at that point? They're like, girl, you finally, that was seven years. You, I'm glad. Thank you. Finally. But it was just getting a high off of, so, so we do the same thing. Oh, I'm starting my business. Oh, you know, she's starting her business. You know, she, you know, she about to be an entrepreneur, you know, she's, and, and, and we do that, but, but really you just want bragging rights. You know, you, you just want, that was a part of my identity. I like that. It started to feel good. I got, I just get introduced. I wasn't Brandy anymore. I mm. was just the accumulation of these superficial achievements that mm. really weren't even fulfilling me at all. But, mm. I, but I chose to stay there though. I chose to stay there because at least I can get that. At least I can get uh, the shell, the superficial acknowledgement because I'm not getting acknowledged over here. I had a horrible marriage at the time, right? I'm now divorced. I had not good relationships with friends. I had, um, you know, overwhelmed by taking care of two children. One with special needs. It was a lot. I wasn't happy at all. But my friend Brandy, she getting her PhD. You mm. know, it, it was it was sick. And and there were people around me, and I kept people around me who um, on purpose who, um, I could help. I was the resource for everyone. I'm the person you call what you need, girl. You need help with your graduate school, girl. I need help with my graduate school application. How did you do yours? How your personal statement Help me to write this, help me. I did that on purpose because my identity, I need to be needed. Mm. You know, I need to be the top dog in my group. But then when I'm crying in the corner, yelling out to the Lord. I don't, know, I don't got nobody help me. Well, you did it to yourself. You, you taught people yourself. how to treat you. Mm -hmm. Correct. You taught people how to treat you. 
Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's so much in this that we can unpack. Oh my God. Like you're going to have to come on again, but I want to, I want to talk about just a little bit about, because you know, we're, you know, I interview a lot of people in our inner circle. Um, and that's one of the things that, and I, I just found this out last week. Um, some, somebody said to me, they said, oh, it was Papi Chulo, Keenan. Yes. He Love said to me, Keenan. I know, you know what he said to me? He said, nobody is doing what you do. Nobody wants to talk to people who people don't know. You created a whole platform of people who are doing wonderful things. Mm-mm-mm. And people don't know them, but nobody else will say like, "Oh, Brandy, come be on my show," or "Bye, bye, my," you know, "Bye, bye, bye, bye." He said, You're "Doing it," and that's what he said. And 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 so with that, I'm looking at this is a this is a whole nother realm that I'm serving or where I'm serving, right? Oh, good. This is a whole nother realm. There's nothing wrong with where I used to be, but it only served me then. Yes. And I'm saying that because you said that the thing, the things that served you then, they couldn't serve that future you or Mm -hmm, the now mm -hmm. you, but you had to, you had to find that thing. You had to become that person to do the thing. That's right. So what did that look like when you finally finally like shed all of that stuff that didn't serve you and the people that didn't serve you the bad marriage that didn't serve you what did that look like when you finally said okay this ain't it you know what honestly it it looked like honestly uh stop stopping and, and, and refusing to be a liar. Cause that's really what I was. You, you lie, you a liar. You, you're, you're trying, you're coming across that you're someone that you're not, you're, you're not being honest and authentic. And I had to come to grips with the fact that you a liar. You lie, like, 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 I hate to say it that way. I wasn't, you know, some people are just like pretend, you know, some people that they're like really fake, like their whole, it wasn't that, but it, it's that subtle, thing that you do that you're you're lying about that you're happy when you're not you say okay and agree to do things when you really don't want to you obligate yourself to stuff when you're really busy and you do it's just like I started being honest radically honest um in all aspects of my life and being authentic and and which looked like saying no when I really don't want to do something and being okay with the fact that this person's going to be mad or this organization's going to be mad because no I can't volunteer my time no I can't Is it no a sentence? Yeah, isn't it? Just put the period there. People are just missing the. They're missing the punctuation all this time. It's a complete sentence. No, no, I'm not. You know what it was? Was I actually was as I was stepping into my new identity. I was honoring myself. No one else will honor you until you honor yourself. I used to dishonor myself by what? Sitting at the computer doing work all day and not even going to use the restroom. I used to sit and do work all day and and, uh, not eat. 
and then have the nerve to bring it up in a conversation. Girl, I didn't even eat lunch today. That's how busy I am trying to flex on somebody else. First of all, you are malnutrition. Okay. I need you to eat. Not trying to act like that's like a badge of honor. Uh, you know, so it, it was, I had to realize like, don't be mad at everybody else. Like you said, you teach people how to treat you. Be mad at yourself because you actually don't honor yourself. That's why they can sense that they can dishonor you. So that was the first thing. The second thing was being willing to uh, die to myself. And that's the mm -hmm. scariest thing I've ever experienced because we know who we have been. We're comfortable mm -hmm. in a sense with who we have been, even if who we have mm -hmm. been hasn't got us certain results. But I literally had to have a funeral for myself. And here's the thing. The hardest part of having a funeral to the old me was not even me stepping into that new, you know, and discovering the new person. It really was me trying to figure out everybody else. What is everyone else going to say? What is everyone else going to think? How are they going to feel about the new way that I'm choosing to show up? That was the hardest part. The Bible says, you know, God is no respecter of person. You know, so I, I was putting people on a pedestal. I was idolizing people's opinion about me. I was, you know, it was so much that it was out of order. And so I think just being authentic, being honest and letting the chips fall where they may. And the people that didn't like it when I chose me and honored myself, they found somewhere else to go and they, they moved on with themselves, which was great. And then the, the, the funny thing that happened was the people, there were people in my life that actually accepted the new me. They said, I'm so glad you set a boundary with me. And it, it was okay. I said, no, I can't come through this time. They're like, sis, I understand. I'm like, wow. I, I didn't, by being fake, by trying to be a people pleaser, I didn't allow people to step into and show me the true and honest love that I always was looking for. I, I was actually, you know, thinking less. It was my representation of thinking less of people. I think less of myself. So I was bringing people's character down when really their character was at a level you know, but I didn't give them an opportunity to show up and show out for me as a true friend for me. I had to be the one that was the resource for everybody else. So I think for anyone listening, how are you just being inauthentic? How, how are you just being fake phony? You know what I'm saying? Lying, just not honoring yourself in the small, subtle things. And um, so grateful for that. It's tough though. It's so tough. It's tough. I'm not going to say it's easy, but, <laughs> but I have a daughter. And the thing that helped me push through was how do I, who, how do I want her to grow up? What, what value do I want her to have about herself? And I was like, okay, I got you. That's say no more, you know, and it helped me to kind of tap in. Yeah. That's how they say, say less, say less, <laughs> say less. So yeah, so tell I, I want you to speak to hmm, it always gets good, you know. I want you to speak to the person, which would be the fake brandy. Speak to the fake brandies out there. There's a lot of fake brandies out there, and they don't know how to be authentic, they don't know where to start to be authentic. They don't want, they're afraid to lose friends. They're afraid to lose family. But we know that in order to get to that next level, you're going to have to start peeling back the onion and you're going to have to start dealing. So I want you to talk, talk to the fake brandies. Mm, so good. So good. So here's the thing. This is the first thing I'm going to say to all the fake brandies out there. It's a, it's a gang of, it's a clique of y'all out there. Oh, 
But first thing I would say is when you think about life, understand that yes, every day you wake up is an opportunity, a new opportunity to get things right, a new opportunity to, to get things on track. But but the, the ugly truth is every day you wake up is actually one less day you have to get it right. It's one less day you have to get things on track. It's one less day that you have. Every day that we are afforded an extra day to live is, is one day closer to our last day here on earth. Mm. Period. Period. You came in this world alone, you're going to leave alone and by yourself. And how sad would it be that you don't allow yourself an opportunity to be authentic um, and, and just honorable to the person who you're meant to be, period. The other thing I would say to all the fake brandies out there is you deserve um, love. You are worthy of, of authentic love and people around you that really care for you. You know, the people that are around you just because of what you would do for them, that, that's, that's like second best, right? That's not the main thing. But I think the core of what I was struggling with was I didn't feel like I was worthy. I, I thought I was worthy of just whatever I could get, whatever scraps of love and attention and accolades. So I would tell all the fake brandies, time running out, let's go, you know, time is running out but you are worthy. You are. The, the, the last thing I'll probably say is, you know, you have to let go of some of those stories that people have had of you, because a lot of times we get our false identity from other people. And it's usually the closest people to us. The, the person that said, you, you, you ain't never going to be nothing. The person that made you feel like that one mistake that you made is going to be the nail in the coffin for the rest of your life. You know, the person who never quite accepted you and you always wanted their acceptance, but they weren't there. The parent who was absent, the, the, it, it all comes from childhood. Think back, think back. The last thing I'll say, which is the last piece of the puzzle to kind of take that next step is forgive yourself. Mm. Man, forgive me. Come your, on, fake Brandy, forgive on, yourself. You got, forgive yourself because, because look, forgive yourself. And the reason I say forgive yourself, which is because there's something I need to say before that, which is take responsibility for where you are at in your own life. You can't be a victim. It's not what everybody else did. It ain't what the white man did. It ain't what the dad did and what the mama did and everybody else did. Sure, that's a part of your story. But at the end of the day, we have to make a choice to take responsibility, to respond to the, the chips that have been dealt us, you know, to us and respond in a certain way. And once you take responsibility, then forgive yourself because you too were a part of some poor decisions. But, but the redemption, and I believe in my transformation is really the Lord. People know I don't shy away. I'm a Christian. I love the Lord. Can't do it without him. We can speak in tongues right now today. Lord, is the altar of the TMAC podcast, is it open? Like, like, like if there, that's as far as I can take you. That's as far as I can take the, the fake brandies. And, and, and then we got to go supernatural. Everything else is supernatural, you know, but but if you have a different belief system, a different background, maybe you're, you know, believe in the, a God or whatever, that's as far as I can take you, you know, look in your past, forgive yourself, take responsibility, uh, and time is of the essence, let's go, you know. Let's go. Yeah.
you have no idea how I just want to keep this conversation going like forever and ever and ever. This is big. No, we got to come back. We got to make him come back. Okay. Well, you got to have me on your podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, please. We would love when we talk about leader ish, it's the leader ish podcast. So we go on all in. Um, you're an amazing, you know, um, person who has been literally bringing people on on your back helping them to cross over women in particular so we we absolutely have to have you on for sure yes yes so how can people work with you and what what should they expect when they work with you Yes. So I'm super excited. You know, as I stated, I've been an entrepreneur for over 10 years. My organization is called Millennial Ventures. We are, we launch social impact startup brands and support entrepreneurs who have a business that is going to be helping the world become a better place, whatever that may be. And so we actually just launched something called Launch to Lucrative. It's a CEO bootcamp, three day going in and helping you audit everything about who you are as a CEO, whether you see yourself as that or not. So everyone can go to launchedtolucrative.com. It is free. It's no, it's literally no barrier to entry for general um, admission and to be able to work with me. I am the lead coach and advisor there. And I'm taking literally all of the mistakes I've made in um, the 10 plus years, all the experiences that I've had the people like you who are in my network, mastermind, inner circle, the coaches that I've invested over six figures in over my time, I'm taking all of that and we giving the game away. What you do with it is for you. And so that what I would say would be the first place for people to go to, um, you know, just get there, get to their next level in entrepreneurship and wealth building for their lives. I love the name launched to lucrative. Come on now, a little bit of alliteration oh. in there, but we can, cause here's the thing. Some people launch, but they never quite get on that, over that hump in terms of making that money, sustaining themselves. So like you said, it's the dash, it's everything in between. So we're helping them to accelerate that process. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you again. And all the links will be below. So don't yeah. worry about it. Um, if you're listening or if you're watching, the links will be attached. So, but make sure you're following Dr. Brandy on social media. You are, I'm at the Dr. Brandy, drbrandy.com. Like, yep. You can find, I'm Googleable. Just, just Google Dr. Brandy. You'll, you'll find me, baby. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thank you girls so much. Thank See you. See you guys on the next episode. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was sponsored by Your Skin Cosmetics. Why? Apostrophe I-O-R. Your Skin Cosmetics. They are launching their brand new Rosewater skincare line. Go ahead, click the link below to Your Skin, Y-I-O-R, skin.com to get your bundle today. And use the code TMAC20 to get 20% off. All right, see you on the next episode. Hey, 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 don't forget to follow me if you're not on all platforms at TMAC underscore inspire. All right, see you on the next episode. Bye.